Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, Rangers, and Rutgers. And I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to be discussing the state of the New York Yankees. So let's go ahead and get started. So it's February, and as we head into the time of year, a normal year where pitchers and catchers would be reporting to spring training, I wanted to talk about the state of the New York Yankees. We'll have to see what happens when the lockout ends and what moves Cashman makes, if any. But as it stands now, we'll talk a little bit about the state of the Yankees and the state of affairs that I see is pretty sad, I must say. So let's go ahead and begin. We'll go ahead and start with Catcher. With their infinite wisdom, uh, Brian Cashman and the Yanks decided that they will be retaining Gary Sanchez again. And while this is an absolutely ludicrous decision, I wish I could say I was surprised. It is a decision that feels like it came from a general manager that baseball kind of long since passed by. Gary Sanchez is now 29 years old. He's been with the Yanks organization since he was 16, and he is not getting any better. And you can rinse, repeat, and say that all day. Gary Sanchez is not a good catcher. He's not a good hitter. The minuscule improvements that are often cited by the Yankees, you know, by Cashman and Boone, you know, the two resident morons who are also retained by the Yankees, these minuscule improvements improvements include very, very slight improvements on the defensive metrics somehow, and a slightly less awful strikeout percentage when Sanchez is batting. But Sanchez was still ranked 55 out of 59 catchers this past year. And in my opinion, I would actually love to see the other four because there's no way that they're worse than Sanchez defensively. There are pitches, Right down the middle of the plate that Sanchez whiffs on. He frequently turns his glove incorrectly half the time, you know, on balls in the dirt. Pitchers that are the slightest bit outside tip off his glove. If you watch Sanchez, he lunges frequently. He stabs at balls instead of moving. He's lazy. He's a lazy friggin' player, both defensively and offensively. The bottom line on defense is he is not good defensively. And he used to be able to throw people out at a pretty good clip. His arm is strong, but he's not even doing that anymore. As a hitter, he averaged, let's see, about 190 over the last three years for the Yankees. So whatever slight improvement they're citing on offense is laughable. The writers and talking heads, they seem to ask the same silly question every year, you know, as they try to support Sanchez. So who's better? Who can we replace him with that could that could be better? Go ahead, tell me. The better question, really, for me, and the one I think everyone should be asking, is who the freak could possibly be worse? Seriously, who? A catcher who cannot catch the ball. A catcher that bats 190. And strikes out like 40 to 50% of his plate appearances. This is what we're stuck with on the Yanks. This is what we've been stuck with on the Yanks since around 2016. I mean, can anyone with a straight face seriously tell me that there isn't anyone, anyone out there who can hit better than 190? Or who doesn't absolutely freaking suck behind home plate? There's not any catcher out there? Seriously? The people that ask these questions, I, I don't know how they can even 
ask them with a straight face, and it feels like they're not really watching the Yankee games. So when you say, who can you replace this person with, with a straight face, you kind of lost credibility, in my opinion, because the answer, in my opinion, is really anyone. I honestly would prefer Kyle Higashioka behind the plate over Sanchez. And Higgy's not even that great defensively, nor offensively, but he's at least decent in both areas. And he gets the bat on the ball for, you know, way more often than Sanchez does. Um, but are you telling me there's no one in the Yanks minor league system, no one the team can trade for on any other team that can possibly be better than Gary Sanchez? I mean, you got to be shitting me. Get your heads on straight. Boone and Cashman, friggin' man up and get rid of Sanchez. I've had enough of watching him year after year, and he's become honestly symbolic of this Yankee team that is stuck in the past and has too many friggin' unathletic players who are lethargic and drag the team down. I mean, Sanchez is the friggin' poster child for the fall of the Yankees. And by the way, before I move on, I want to predict something here with Sanchez. Um, I want to see which offseason fix Sanchez has this year, right? Every year, the announcers and the team come up with something to announce for him at the beginning of the season. Oh, he kicked his leg down more, changed his stance. He goes down a little lower. He's in the best shape of his life. We noticed this tick, and now we fixed it. You can notice his leg position here. Compare last year to this year. There's always some new happy horseshit fix they trot out about Gary Sanchez, and it never works. He sucks every year. Write it down, folks, and listen for it in spring training, if we have one this year. Should be funny. Let's move on. Shortstop is the next gigantic concern. This is a concern that I feel the Yankees will actually attempt to address this year, although I do not feel that they will make a good decision about how to address, so we'll have to see. They have Two young, excellent shortstops in the minors. It's almost guaranteed, in my opinion, that they will not get a real shot at the starting job. Now, because why would a young, excellent shortstop get a chance? The Yankee way, you know, is to give a free agent who's over the hill, a bloated contract, watch him regress defensively and offensively as he joins the Yanks, right? That's the Yankee way. Of course, we can only go up from here with another shortstop since Glaber Torres you know, at shortstop last year, with him playing there, you know, the defense was terrible. And the defense will be better, no matter who else we put there. And probably the offense might be a little better, too, for whoever ends up playing there. And I'm not going to recap all the high-priced free agent shortstops that were available. A couple are gone already, and there's a few that are still available. But suffice it to say, I do not have confidence that Cashman will make the correct decision. Assuming they don't bring someone else at shortstop. Let me back up. Assuming they do, let's say they get someone and they put them at shortstop. The next question then would be second base. If they get a new shortstop, they're going to probably move Glaber Torres to second base, which means DJ LeMayhew will end up not playing second base. He'll end up at first or third or moved around. I mean, you know, DJ LeMayhew is only a friggin' gold glove second baseman. Why should he actually play at second base, right? We have to play Torres, so we play him in short for this whole last year, even though he sucks and he's killing the team. So we got to play him next year. We'll put him at second and take DJ LeMayu out of his gold glove spot because, yeah, Torres is that important. Why? I mean, Torres really has been declining for three years in a row. His power's down. He's lazy offensively and defensively. There is reason for optimism with Kleber, but he just hasn't produced enough recently. 
And he's another one of these unathletic, disappointing Yankees who, frankly, does not have a position in the infield. But like Gary Sanchez, Cashman is going to force him into the lineup and into the infield. Gary Sanchez and Gleyber Torres should not be in the infield for the Yankees in 2022. But you can bet they will. Both will be. And this is endemic to the Yankees and will continue to haunt them as they go forward. At first base, we really need to try to keep Anthony Rizzo if possible. He is exactly the kind of player that the Yankees need. Right? He's outstanding defensively. He's a contact hitter. He goes the other way with the ball. He hits line drives. All of which are rare, rare qualities for this Yankee team. There's rumors of trades, you know, for big first baseman, Matt Olson and others. And we'll have to see where all that leads. But if they end up putting DJ LeMahieu at first or Luke Voigt and they let Anthony Rizzo go, the Yanks would be friggin' morons. But it would not surprise me one bit. Gio Urshela seems set at third base, and that's probably sufficient for now, unless the Yanks make some other blockbuster trade. As we look at the outfield, Aaron Hicks, unfortunately, is going to be returning from yet another frigging lengthy injury. I've kind of outlined in the past my utter and complete disdain for Aaron Hicks. He's got to be one of the most overrated athletes and players I've ever seen. And yes, he's a switch hitter. Yes, he walks a lot. He occasionally hits a home run. On the other hand, he has a lifetime 233 frigging batting average. And Boone thinks this is sufficient to bat him third in the lineup. Sure, that sounds like a third-place hitter to me. He looks for walks far too often. He gets such a claim for how much he walks. Oh, look how great he is. He walks. Instead of actually trying to drive runners in, especially when there's runners on base in front of him, he's looking for a walk on a close pitch. His defense has also been declining in recent years in center field. He used to be a really great center fielder. Now he's, in my opinion, average at best. I do not like him. I do not want him. And he's going to be another detriment to this team. Joey Gallo, speaking of detriments, is a terrible, awful hitter who hits home runs once in a while and strikes out 50% of his friggin' plate appearances. This is yet another no-contact, pathetic signing by Brian Cashman, who also, by the way, traded five friggin' prospects for this bum. Now, Gallo's a decent defender, but that's just not enough. The way he hits is exactly what this team does not need. Another strikeout or home run hitter is the last possible thing the New York Yankees need. So we have a problem in left field. Stanton had a relatively good year. He's had some stinkers for years for the Yanks, though, and he's generally way too streaky a hitter. When he is on, Stanton is absolutely dominant. So dominant that he can be what seems like the absolute best hitter in baseball when he goes on hot streaks. Now, on the flip side, when he slides, he could strike out five times in a game, get one hit in 14 games. His bad streaks are just so bad. It's just atrocious. We need a little more consistency from him. We seem to get that a little more when he played the outfield. So maybe that's the ticket somehow, if there's room for him in the outfield. Plus, it opens up the DH spot, which we need to be open and not have him sitting there the entire time. The team needs contact hitters. Say it over and over. 
This home run or nothing fad in baseball is a pile of shit and is killing the Yankees. Gallo is the poster child, along with Sanchez, for this horseshit theory. The pitching staff for the Yanks, moving on a little bit, has lots of holes with it. I'm not going to speak too much about the pitching, but the problems are true for both the starting staff and for the relievers. Cashman needs to do better, both in drafting, developing young talent for pitchers, and in free agency and actually acquiring pitchers. Yes, he got Cole. Yay. That's it. Now, moving into next year, the starting pitching staff looks like, let's see, Cole, Herman, Nestor Cortez, Montgomery, maybe Severino if he's healthy, maybe Tyone if he's healthy. You know, if these guys all have really good years, maybe we can piece something together. But other than Cole, I don't think anyone is scaring anyone at this point, not at this point in their careers. I happen to very much like Montgomery. I think he can really develop into a great starter. Uh, He's been very consistent for us. But I got to say, you know, Severino, we don't know what we're getting. Talion, we don't know what we're getting. Cortez is great. I love watching him pitch. But I wouldn't exactly call him a dominant pitcher if we have to go into a playoff series. Herman, come on. There are potential starters uh, out of, you know, the minors and other places. Um, The team refuses to give Heal or Clark Schmidt any real chance. The Yanks' preference for, I guess, what would you call them, mediocre veterans over kids is another sort of crippling force over the last 10 years and that sort of Cashman has presided over. Debbie Garcia seems like a swing and miss as far as a prospect. In the bullpen, we're also in trouble. Chapman doesn't look like himself, and if he's not good, we're next to nothing. Zach Britton continues to get hurt. He's recovering from friggin' elbow surgery. That's going to keep him out just about all of 2022. We'll see if and how he ever comes back. I like Michael King out of the bullpen. Maybe you could try him as a starter. I don't know. He's been pretty effective for us. The rest of the bullpen mostly blows. We need a major, major upgrade. Since Boone is coming back, I guess I won't mention how much the manager position needs an upgrade. I guess that doesn't count. Boone's, you know... I've talked about this before. I'm not going to go into much. His light righty-lefty horseshit matchups, his lack of feel for the team, his mealy-mouth answers after games makes me want to smash my head watching him. Honestly, I can't take more years of Boone. I'm so sick of him. Um, There are many moves to be made, perhaps before the season starts. So we'll keep an eye out for future moves, and maybe the team changes its, you know, disposition and the way it looks before the season starts. That would be a wonderful thing, I think, at this point. I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please tell your friends all about it and subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.